When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, we're here on the beach. You know what your girl has? Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I've got a Coronita. So we're just going to crack this bitch open and get this podcast started. That's the kind of mood I'm in. Look, it's a little Colorado cover. Let's see if we can crack this puppy open. Hold on. That's nice. You know what else I have in my pocket? Because I come prepared. Fucking lemon slices. Put my beer right here. Near the bag. Got my little slice of lemon. Ah! Beer and a bitch on the beach. Woo! Let me put this in here. Oh, God. Who's ready for the podcast? <laughs> Let's get it started. Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Jessie Peluso. Peluso. It's a personal look. Well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary, a deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's going to get dirty. You might cry. You probably laugh. Hopefully you'll laugh. The whole point is for you to laugh, but you also might cry. I talk about my family. I talk about farts. farts. I talk about love, loss comedy, how hard it is to make it in this biz. I'm a fucking professional. I talk about my dog sometimes. Each week it's something different. Sometimes I have a guest host. Sometimes it's going to be a movie companion episode. Sometimes I just ramble about the bullshit I dealt with the week before. You never know what you're going to get. It's raw, uncut, and funny. It's me. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. I'm your girl, Jessie May. I'm the hostess with the mostest on this amazing Sharp Tongue Podcast Tuesday. We're back on the beach, bitch. Yes, we are. We're back on the beach. We are in Venice. Well, actually, no, we're in a... Yeah, I guess you could call this Venice. We'll call this Venice. I can actually see my screen this time. So I can see that we're recording. I've got my beer. Let me cross my legs like a lady. How is everybody doing? I'm going to put my cute little setup here. Everybody's nicey-nice. Speaking of (laughs) nicey-nice, segue, come see me perform live. I'm going to be, uh, I got my notes right here. Where am I going to be? Dr. Grins. This weekend, the 27th, 28th, and 29th of February in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Come through. Come through and see your girl. I'm going to be in uh, Florida the 4th of March. I will be at Delray Beach. The 5th and 6th through March, I will be in Key West, Florida. March 7th through 9th, I will be in Miami. We just added to the tour Chicago, my kind of town, Chicago is. I'm going to be in Chicago at Zany's the 19th to the 22nd of March. We also just added a 420 show, y'all. Hello. I'll be in Spokane, Washington. I'm doing an appearance at a dispensary. I'm also doing a show. Those details will be up on my website this week, jessiemay.com for tickets. If you guys want to come see me live, buy a ticket, bitch. 
buy a ticket and come see me live. It's a good time. And please, thank you. Thank you to everybody who's listening to this podcast, who's sharing it, who is rating and reviewing it. If you haven't left a review, please do that. Take a minute. I'd love to hear about what you think of the podcast. The podcast. Okay, David. Watch Shit's Creek. It's a great show. I would love to hear your opinions. As long as they're positive. If they're negative, then just don't listen to the podcast. And go suck a dick and fuck a duck. You know what I mean? Leave a review. Shop Tongue Podcast. Share it with your friends. You guys uh, are amazing and I appreciate you. Appreciate your, your patronage. So, um, a lot of shit going down this week. Weinstein, the finger blaster, the uh, fuck monkey, is facing up to 25 years in jail. Yes. Put that big old toad away. Put him away. Enough with these dudes taking advantage of women. Let's shut it down. Okay? Let's shut it the fuck down. And he looks terrible. (laughs) He looks rough. Have you guys seen the photos? He looks brutal. He it, Rape is not good for your health, obviously. It's a little harsh on the body. He's putting tennis balls in the bottoms of walkers. That's what you get for raping bitches. Sayonara, you toad bastard. No, but I, I hope he heals. I hope he finds his healing. <laughs> I hope he finds his inner peace. But in the meantime, fuck off. Fuck off, you know? I mean, God, it, it, it's, it's just, it's insanity. He's, he's not guilty of the most harsh sentence of predatory sexual assault, which shows a pattern of behavior, which also shows that if you're a white guy, you can get away with a lot of shit in this country. <laughs> I mean, hello. Obviously, it's a pattern of fucking behavior. It's a pattern of fucking behavior. He did it to a bunch of bitches couple bitches probably took it because they wanted the job. Sorry, guys. I I just touched my camera. If you're on YouTube, we went out for a second there. But, yeah, maybe a couple bitches did it for the gig, okay? I'm not saying they're right. I'm not saying they're wrong. But I think we can agree that the true monster is the one sticking his dick in women, using his power. It's fucking gross, you know? It's really gross. I just, these dudes don't realize it. I'm still screaming, aren't I? Am I screaming? I should calm down. Let me drink some of the beer. It's a weird life as a woman to wonder if you're going to get finger blasted against your will. (laughs) But then some of these bitches were doing it. Some of them were just like, okay, I want to get in a movie. I want a feature film. You know, it makes you ask yourself, what would I do for a role? Am I going to let a gross bastard climb on top of me and get a couple heave hoes off? Am I going to let him do it? We're only five minutes into the podcast, guys, and we're already here. I figure I'm going to start out strong. I figure with the beautiful backdrop, why not add a little contrast with the content? (laughs) You know, I'm just out here being a bitch on the beach with my beer and my cute little booties. I figure if it comes in a cute package, maybe I can deliver some real news. (laughs) Um, Did you guys also see... That guy, uh, Mike, Michael Hughes, the flat earther (laughs) who crashed in his rocket ship that was powered by steam. R.I.P. R.I.P. This guy who was like a, you know, makeshift rocket ship slash 
daredevil dude climbed into his rocket ship, which apparently had a successful landing prior to him having a not-so-sexful landing. Successful. No, that was what Harvey Weinstein had. He had a successful landing. Michael Hughes had an unsuccessful landing a couple days ago in Barstow. Barstow. <laughs> Barstow. I'm at the Barstow now on the beach. In Barstow, California. Crashed. Crashed because... He wanted to prove that the that the earth was flat, so he was going to take his rocket ship that him and his friends made. It's never First of all, that's your first bad sign. If you and your friends who aren't rocket scientists are making rocket ships, you shouldn't be getting in them. Okay, I wouldn't even eat like baked goods that my friends made. You're not a you're not a baker. Why am I even going to like risk my body with your shitty cooking? <laughs> Oh, there's a cute puppy in the background. I'm definitely not going to risk the rocket ship if I'm not even going to risk the muffin. You know what I mean? If I'm not even going to risk your your chocolate <laughs> croissant <laughs> not getting in your fucking rocket ship. So this dude and his friends built a rocket ship for $18,000. I feel like that's your first red flag. Your second red flag is you and your friends are building it together. Your first red flag is that it's $18,000. I don't know much about building rocket ships. I'm going to guess it's a low number. I'm going to guess it that $18,000 should be what it costs to fuel it. I could be wrong. I'll call my friend uh, Neil deGraw Tyson and see what he says. I'll call my buddy up and see what the average rocket ship costs. I'm going to guess it's a little bit more than 18 G's. And your third red flag should be that you think the earth is fucking flat. Okay? Globe. Globe trotting. Okay? It is not flat. Look at all the photos that we have. The only thing that's flat is is Michael Hughes. (laughs) Ah, That's the only thing that's flat now. The flat earther. Uh, R.I.P. though, if you guys are out there and that's your, you know... That's your dude. That's your homie. So sorry. No one deserves to die. But, you know, if you're going after a theory like Flat Earth, maybe that's just Darwinism. I don't know. I can't tell you one way or the other. I do know that he got a Guinness World Record in 2002 for the longest jump with a limousine. He took a Lincoln Town Car limo and flew that fucker 103 feet. So maybe he just had a, a malfunction. I do know that his $18,000 rocket ship crashed because his parachute went off seconds after deploy or takeoff, whatever you call it, when a rocket ship bounces off the earth and tries to breach through the atmosphere. His parachute popped out too early. Maybe his parachute knew. His parachute's like, bro, bro no. You can't. The earth is not flat. I'm, the, the parachute stopped the mission immediately. It was like, No. This is not happening. I can't let you do this, Mike. And then it just crashed. It aborted the mission. R.I.P. The earth is not flat, but Michael Hughes is. I mean, what do you, it's a short life. Good for him being a risk taker. We can make fun of him. Here I am sitting on the beach in my little cozy. I got my, uh, this cute little hoodie that I got from Chattanooga, Tennessee, from this cute little thrift shop in Chattanooga. I'm just here cozy on the beach. Who am I to talk shit about this dude who took a risk going after what he believes in? You know? Just imagine if he applied that to something that actually was a thing. 
like not flat earth, but like global warming, even though there's debate about that. Well, let's step back from global warming. What if he cleaned up the ocean a little bit? We know that that's not a farce. We know that that's an actual thing. People are scooping up pounds of plastic debris along the coast of the whole world. Too bad he didn't apply it to that. But what are you going to do? It's a short life. You might as well take a risk. At least he took a risk. Are you guys taking risks out there? I like to take little risks. I feel like eating sushi weekly is a risk on my digestive system. I have had a theory ever since I pulled a worm out of my butt when I was living in an apartment in, in um, Harlem, East Harlem, that I have had a tapeworm since then. <laughs> and that I can eat anything. I literally have the highest metabolism of anyone I know. I have the metabolism of like a woodland creature. I have the metabolism of a white-tailed deer. It is unreal. I eat, I poop, I eat, I poop, I eat, I poop. I poop, y'all, like nine times a day. If you know me, you know this. If you don't, welcome to my world. I poop a lot. So I'm convinced that I've got some tapeworm that's been in there growing for a decade and a half, and I Googled it. They can live up to like 20 years in your body. (laughs) That's the longest relationship I've ever had. that I think I've had for 15 years we're committed to each other we always go out to eat together him and I were one he's a part of me I'm a part of him his name is Tommy Tommy the tapeworm so you know at least I won't die alone (laughs) I'm convinced I have a tapeworm Oh, God, the, the more you know. And I feel like every time you guys listen to this podcast, you learn something you didn't want to know about me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay? I'm going to give you my takes on the world. I'm going to reveal some really personal information. Sometimes it's going to be based in the gastrointestinal area. It's nice. That literally, there's just people walking around. I wonder if they think I'm a weirdo, but this is L.A., Like, literally, you see people videotaping things and doing weird shit and talking to themselves. Half the people who are talking to themselves in L.A. aren't crazy. They're just running lines for an audition. (laughs) That's not even, like, a joke. That's, like, legit. But back to my original point, I just like to share what I go through, uh, excuse me, because I know I'm not the only one. So if you think you have a tapeworm out there, email me at sharptonguepodcast at gmail.com. Tell me a story about your tapeworm. Tell me a story about your tapeworm. I would love to learn more about you. And speaking of learning more about one another, I realize it's been a while since you guys asked me some questions on the podcast. So, God, these coronitas are delicious. Mm. Are these coronitas a regular size? I can't tell. Either way, they're going down nice on the beach. Mmm. Oh, God, that's so good once it hits your lips. I asked you guys to ask me some questions. So we're going to do a little Q&A here on the pod. You guys uh, came through on Twitter with the uh, hashtag AskJessieMay. So let's get to it. Um, let's see. John Gruel. John Gruel? 
Gurul. That's an interesting name. How you doing, John? He said, good morning, gorgeous. My question is, name the three funniest people ever in three funniest movies ever. Love ya. Look at you, John. Aren't you cute? The three funniest people ever? That's so hard, John. You're putting me on the spot. <sighs> okay, so I'm going to say, since you said movies, that three famous funniest people. Because funniest people could be people in your life. I love when people are funny in, in, in my life who aren't comedians. That's super inspirational to me. I just I love regular slash citizens who are funny. That's what we call you guys. We call you guys citizens. <laughs> civilians, not citizens. We're all citizens. Like we call you guys civilians, us comedians for the regular folk who aren't stand up. I love when civilians are funny. But I'm gonna go along with your motif since you mentioned movies. Three funniest people who are famous. Definitely Jim Carrey, per my rant last week about the millennials, a.k.a. Gen X, a.k.a. Gen Z, whoever the fuck said it, that Ace Ventura was inappropriate and offensive. Jim Carrey is one of the funniest people that I think I've ever been influenced in my life by. Definitely Jim Carrey. Richard Pryor. I just, I always think of him when I think of content in my comedy that is pushing the ticket and I think what would Richard do and he would go further than where I'm going with my where I draw my line so definitely Jim Carrey definitely Richard Pryor and oh god this is so hard I have to say Joan Rivers I have to say people who've inspired me the most two out of three are dead we only gave me three so I'm gonna go Jim Carrey I'm going to go Richard Pryor, and I'm going to go Joan Rivers. So somebody living, a woman, and a black dude. I think that covers a lot of bases <laughs> in the three funniest movies. John, at least you didn't say the one funniest movie, you know? We have to go Ace Ventura. Just for my generation, for the era that it was for me, what it represented, we have to go Ace Ventura. Um... God, this is so hard, John. You're putting me on the spot. Oh, what else? Bridesmaids? I think just for the fact that it was all women, it was a newer movie. It swept the box office. It tackled material that we hadn't really seen. Oh, God, what's another funny movie? You guys are probably screaming at me from your... <laughs> from your couch or your bike wherever you're listening another funny movie okay we got ace ventura bridesmaids i feel like i should go really classic on the last one and i'm gonna say the great outdoors i know i'm probably missing a bunch but these are the ones that come to my f mind right now while i'm sitting here buzzed on the beach by coronitas <laughs> i hope you accept my answer my accept my answer jay gruel does anybody call you Jay Rule? Go Rule. Jim Carrey, Richard Pryor, Joan Rivers, Ace Ventura, Bridesmaids, Great Outdoors. There's your answer. Brandon O'Hara. Oh my God, are you related to Catherine O'Hara from Shet's Creek? He says, I'm a basketball player and was shooting around at my cousin's house. I thought I grabbed the basketball, but I accidentally <laughs> grabbed his newborn baby and slam dunked it. No. Would a gift card for Applebee's 2 for 20 be enough of an apology? <laughs> I know that's bullshit because you'd be in jail for involuntary manslaughter. Rightfully so because you need to open your eyes. 
B, it should be at least an all-you-can-eat buffet at a fancy resort of which you've also bought a vacation because they're going to need a vacation to deal with all that grief. But I hope it's fake. I'm sure it's fake. Funny, you made me laugh, but it's not real. Um, (laughs) Brandon Labarge says body count, not sex, but murders. Motherfucker, I can't tell you who I've killed and who I haven't killed. You know all the rules of the streets. I, I, I murder people on the weekends at my shows. Come see me live. Maximilano Ado says, what's your favorite female K-pop group? What? I don't even know what that is. Is that Korea pop? <laughs> I don't know what K-pop is. I know it's a thing with Asians. <laughs> is that coronavirus pop? <laughs> I don't know. Ichiban in the mochi balls. Is that one? Konnichiwa and the Saki Seven. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know a fucking thing about K-pop. Get out of here. <laughs> I just swallowed a lemon seed. <laughs> Nessa says at xx Nessa Boo xx says, my friend argued uh, argues about it all the time. Is uncircumcised a deal breaker? Now, this is an interesting question because I think it depends on a lot of factors. One, what your cultural background is. Two, is he keeping that shit clean? And three, how how much of it is skin and how much of it is like actual grows into actual dick? Cuz sometimes you get like in my past you get like an uncircumcised penis but like that skin is still flapping around and they got like just like a shortcut carrot under there and it just feels like you got really like you you just got gypped out of a gift you know you're like what's where is everything what what is this (laughs) is this like the shittiest prize at you know a fair game is this like a carnival prize the, the worst one it's not a deal breaker, but they got to keep it clean. And I know that's like an issue. For me, it's kind of nice. It's like a, a Christmas cock because it's like it comes in wrapping. It comes in like cute little wrapping paper. And then when you do your job, you get to see the gift that you get that keeps on giving until it gives. And then it takes a nap for 45 minutes. <laughs> so my answer is it's not a deal breaker depending on how clean it is and how nice it is once it grows into its full form. Heyo! I hope that helps you. Um, Tony Phillips says, "Why is it after I take a piss? Oh Jesus! No matter how much I shake it, whip it, fling it around the bathroom, run my finger up the pee line to a gentle bit of tissue, do my shorts still have a hint of pee smell? Why? This is causing me pre-BJ anxiety. Thanks in advance. You know, this is a great question because this is a guy who's trying to better himself, and I appreciate any man." who is looking to learn from a woman. I'm going to guess that your shorts smell like pee smell because you might be pissing your pants through the day and you don't know it. (laughs) No, I'm going to guess that maybe just a little urine escapes out of your urethra hole and it's hard to get rid of it. Also, maybe you're dehydrated because a strong pee smell also comes from a little bit of dehydration. I would suggest two things, fella. I would suggest drinking more water. And if you're planning on smashing, bring a fresh pair of underwear. And also, dudes, bring some wet wipes. 
I know it sounds like a chick thing to carry around like boxers in a little bag of wet wipes, FYI, of which you can get a travel size at from CVS or any pharmacy, a little packet of wipes you can clean your butt with. What if you are going to hook up with a girl and you and your boys for lunch have some tacos? Unbeknownst to you, one of those workers didn't clean his hands too well after he went to the bathroom. Your taco gave you Shark City. Now, a, a respectable man would cancel the date, but you haven't gotten off in like a month and you really need to hang out with this girl and you guys are going to have consensual sex. So what are you going to do when you have a Shark City in some establishment and you don't really clean your butthole properly? You need a fresh pair of underwear and you need a clean bunghole. Carry some wet wipes. Carry a fresh pair of boxers. You're welcome. Life advice by Jesse Mae Peluso for women and men. <laughs> uh, the next question comes from at Watson Kingsley. Good morning. I have a fun week. Oh, well, thank you. I hope you have a fun week, too. My last post is about lookalikes. Have you been told by any? Uh, have you been told any? Yes, I've been told I look like um, Sandra Bullock, for sure. I get that the most. But I also get Bridget Fonda. I used to get the girl from Glee. Um, I've gotten uh, Britney pre-panic attack and uh, m mental breakdown. I've gotten um, me, but as a retired stripper. And I've gotten um, your dad's new girlfriend. That's who I've been told I look like. <laughs> uh, last question comes to us from John Him. What is the meaning of life? Now, John, I spoke about this a little bit on the last podcast. Oh, shit. There goes the fucking phone. Son of a bitch. Make sure we're still recording here. Hello. And the Mevo's still on. Are we still on? I believe we are. Hold on. Sorry, guys. I messed up the camera again. There we go. We're still on. The meaning of life. You know, I think the meaning of life changes f with each era of your own life. I think there, there may be many meanings to life, and that might be the trick. But I also think that it's to be available for other people to serve. I think we're here to serve other people. You know, I think we're here to help other people. I think we're here to make other people's lives better, more loving, more fortuitous. Is that a word? Fruitful? Um... I think we're here to help our common folk, to help our brothers and sisters. And I also think we're here to, like, taste all the food. <laughs> I fucking love food. I might be a skinny bitch, poop nine times a day. But I also think we're here to enjoy the flavors of life, the many flavors of life. Love, food, sex, adventure, risk, you know, like our boy Mike Hughes. Maybe the meaning of life, life is to take risks. And we don't know what's beyond this life. Do we? No one can tell us what's beyond this life because we don't have a communication system yet in place. I gotta hide my, I gotta hide my coronita in my jacket pocket, and I'm gonna get a fresh one. No one can tell us from beyond the grave how great it is. We can only imagine, and we imagine one way or the other. Look, I have a fresh fucking. <laughs> the sun is setting on us. We can only imagine one way or the other. Let me open this fucking thing. Hold on, guys. But I think, essentially, the meaning of life is to experience all the flavors it has to offer. And also to be of service 
to people we care about and even strangers. I think it goes on beyond helping the ones who are in our life as family, friends. I think it goes beyond that to helping strangers and honestly experience, experiencing and creating joy for other people. I, you know, that's, that's my guess as to the meaning of life. Who am I to tell? You know, I just wake and bake every day and have coronitas on the beach as the sun is setting. What do I know about the meaning of life? Oh, fuck, I got to put my lemon in my coronita. I'll tell you what, I know how to live it, though. I know how to live this shit fruitfully. Speaking of fruit, I got one last slice of limon to to add to my adorable coronita. They are not a sponsor. They should be because I'm cute like a coronita. There we go. Shove my lemon bag in my pocket. So I think the meaning of life is uh, to spread joy and to experience all the fruits of of life, all the flavors, y'all. I decided on this podcast, before the sun sets on us, to bring back a fan-favorite segment. Let's do a segment I like to call Carpe DMs, where we slide up in my DMs, we find some you know, questionable messages that men have left me and we try and, you know, decipher them and maybe just respond to them a little bit, see if we can't help them out along their life. (laughs) Okay, let's see what we got here. Um, And I will be omitting names because, because you guys know obviously why we should be omitting names. Um, This fella says, I just want you to know that I think you're wonderful. Your laugh makes my day. You're beautiful. Really sweet. Um, obviously trying to smash, but very complimentary. Complimentary? Very complimentary. You called me wonderful. You told me my laugh makes your day, and I'm beautiful. All of which are true statements, facts, if you will. Positive? Maybe I'm projecting, saying that you're trying to smash. Maybe you're just a nice fella. And if you are, thank you. I think the key to compliments is to not expect any in return and to not expect any action in return. The next one, this fella says, you don't have a comedian's ass, you have a porn star's ass. Have a great day. Red heart emoji. (laughs) First of all, thank you. Second of all, facts. Third of all, you're, you're a very good person. That's all I'll say to you. You're just spreading love and stating facts. I wish more people were as factual and as loving as you. So thank you, sir, for telling me that I have a porn star's ass. Maybe I should, I should switch careers. <laughs> the sun's setting. Let me go do some squats to work on my new career. Career. Such a dork. Our next DM comes from a fella, and he says, You're a bad lady. L-M-A-O-J-K. I have a big problem with this one because you spelled your wrong. And that makes you a bad speller. So I'm not even a bad lady because you didn't use the right your. And you're a bad speller. But if you use my your that I'm using to describe you being a bad speller, then we're in the game. But it's okay because you try to give me a compliment. Hi, puppy. You want to give me your ball? There's a doggy over here who's almost trying to give me her ball. Oh, nope. She doesn't want to be on camera. She's camera shy. <laughs> I am a bad lady. You're right, fella. 
you're a bad speller and I'm a bad lady. So thank you. Um, this next person says, I think you're fucking hilarious. Never stop making people laugh. Laugh. See, these are the type of DMs I'm here for. Positive. No dick pics. Complimentary. Um, maybe commenting on how great my ass is. But also just letting me know that I'm making you laugh. That's what I'm fucking here for. That's the meaning of my life. The sun is almost setting. Wow. It's really beautiful out here. I hope you guys can get out to the West Coast and look at a sunset. But in the meantime, I'm a cute bitch, right? On these carpe DMs, sir, I'm not going to say your name, but I'm glad that I make you laugh. You know who you are um, if you're sending me this message. Actually, I'm going to say your name because you're kind, at Frankie J. And you didn't send me a dick pic. If you had sent me a dick pic, I wouldn't encourage that. Um, last carpe DM of this episode and of this carpe DM segment. This guy says, hi, Jessie Mae. Would like you to ride my face and give me pink eye, then smoke a blunt afterwards. First of all, you got that all backwards. You smoke the blunt, you ride the face, you get the pink eye. Because the last person I'm going to smoke a blunt with is some dude with pink eye. <laughs> I don't care if it came from my asshole or not, sir. You've got to switch that, flip it, and reverse it. If you want to get with this girl. And that's not an invitation. It's just an instruction for whatever girl is in your life. But in the meantime, I will let my man know that we got some new plans for Friday night. <laughs> Thank you so kindly, sir, for that. I appreciate you so much. <laughs> this beautiful sun is setting. My Mevo battery is crit critically low. So I'm going to take that as a sign to keep this episode and this week short. I hope you guys are living your truths. I hope you're living a full life. Don't forget to come see me live. JessieMay.com for tickets. I'm coming to a city near you soon. Dr. Grins this weekend. Florida the following weekend. Chicago. Um, check out the website. Make sure you guys come out. Send me your Tommy Tapeworm stories to sharptonguepodcast at gmail.com. And thank you so much, you guys. Thank you for listening every week. Don't forget to rate and review us. And I hope I see you next week. Same beach bitch place, same beach bitch time. I'm going to finish my Coronita and enjoy the sunset, bitch. Oh, it's gone. Fuck. <laughs>
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.